Right now, let's talk Tesla, the auto space, and a little transition of power in the market lately. Joining us from JD Power, Tyson Jomini is the Vice President of Data and Analytics. Tyson, lately in this market, we've seen the excitement around Tesla kind of give way to a little bit more action to the upside and for GM and some of the old school legacy players. What's the clearest reason behind it? Well, thanks for having me on, OJ. I mean, there's a lot of positive stories developing in, in the auto industry right now, particularly with the non-Tesla players, as you mentioned. Um, we are seeing a lot of, of EV action. That's what the market has been demanding, and that's what we're, we're finally seeing from, from Ford. They have their new Mustang Mach-E uh, electric vehicle out. Uh, we're seeing a lot of positive from GM, and, and Volkswagen is launching their ID4 electric vehicle. So it's, it's all electric all the time now in the auto industry. So this is about the traditional players finally having a good alternative. It seems that's a big part of this, right? An alternative to Tesla. Yeah, I mean, that, that's exactly it. I mean, the, the signs are there that this, this electric thing isn't going away. Um, and so most of the, the traditional automakers, the, the Fords and Chevys and Volkswagens uh, are responding and, and they're responding pretty big. I mean, a lot of the, the portfolios now will be transitioning fairly quickly to, to electric vehicles. But you know what, in the United States, the market is only 2% for EVs. I mean, if you only pay attention to stock, Tesla stock wow. price, you may not know that. Now, why uh, have we not heard more? Maybe I'm just not reading the right stuff. I'm sure you've got an answer here about potential disruptions around the supply chain. We've been talking about it for tech a lot, semiconductors, it's been the big story. But for vehicles, there's been a surprising amount of demand over the past year as well. Yet it doesn't seem like that's been a major story. I mean, I guess part of that might be feeding in the chips in some of these high-tech vehicles, but uh, are things going smoothly in the supply chain for autos? Uh, they're, they're not. I mean, the auto industry okay. is struggling for chips right now. Um, it, it, we haven't seen it yet, though, really in the numbers. In fact, at J.D. Power, we're expecting it really to materialize in April. Uh, we have enough inventory on the ground, even though it's really tight, uh, enough to carry us through. I think we're going to start seeing the effects in Q2. So Q2 may be bumpy for a lot of reporting uh, but that that's, you know, a ways off. Q1 is going to be pretty strong uh, results here for most automakers and dealers. All right. So while so far it's been concentrated on the pain for the production side on the uh, semiconductors, I mean, it seems like showing up at some point in the fundamentals for the autos themselves. Should we expect fewer uh, car deliveries, uh, uh, production numbers to be lower than these companies had wanted? Yeah, I, again, I think we're going to see that materialize in, in Q2. We haven't really seen it okay. yet. We will see lower production numbers, and that will show up here in the sales results here uh, in the next few months. All right, now what about what we've seen for trend and what's sustainable? As you mentioned, EVs obviously have really taken the forefront in the narrative, but people are buying used cars too. We've seen a lot of the dealers that have done really well in this environment. What about the breakdown of what people are buying? Have they already got the cars? How much more incremental buying from here do you see, Tyson, when folks moved out of the city to the burbs, they got the car, are they all set now? Well, sales last year were 14 and a half million, which uh, relative to the Great Recession, when sales were 10 million, it was a good result. Okay. We had just come off five years of 17 million plus. Mm. So we had a very big drop last year. So there's still a lot of pent up demand. And even this year, we're only forecasting sales to get back to 16 million. So we're not even getting back. And we lost that two and a half million last year. So we have a lot of people still sitting on the sidelines, a lot of pent up demand. Uh, when new cars got tight, we went over to used cars and we sold out of all those as well. 
Um, so things are tight on both sides of the business, new and used. So what's the strongest argument right now for that uh, kind of uh, demand part of the equation still being there? Is it possible that we would have dropped even more this year if it weren't for checks that went out and uh, this migration again out of the cities and a lot of people who never needed a car before uh, that were uh, my old neighbors in New York or Chicago and they went somewhere and now they had to get a ride? Uh, we actually see it more as an, an income effect. I mean, uh, Americans, particularly the laptop class, those those like myself that get to work from home, um, we had a lot of disposable income because we weren't we had no entertainment, we weren't traveling, we weren't True. you know taking those exotic vacations, and we spent it on cars. Um, when we look at sales by price point in Q4, the further up the price point we go, the better sales got. I mean, when we went over eighty thousand dollars, we're seeing sales were up ninety percent. From, from Q4 the previous year. So it's just it's this dichotomy of the top end of the market is growing very radically. It's the bottom end uh, where we're really seeing the contraction. Hey Tyson, one more about how folks are buying. Carvana and Vroom have had a huge explosion onto the scene in the past 18 months, but we've also seen strength in some of the numbers coming from CarMax, some of the more traditional dealers as well. Going forward, is there opportunity for those traditional dealers to make a comeback, or is it still going to be those direct-to-consumer models that are dominant? Dealers are going to be with us. Uh, the, the retail channel provides a, a, a great asset for the auto industry. Um, it's some of the best business people you ever find and able to adapt to market environments. We are seeing a lot of innovation on the, the used space, the Carvanas, the Carnaus, that are, are filtering back into the new side where innovation has been maybe a little bit slower to come in. Uh, so the digital sales process that, that really we saw pioneered from the, the likes of Carvana is starting to make its way into the new side. It's just that so few consumers have, have experienced it yet, because if you weren't in market in 2020, you basically haven't seen it. Okay. Tyson, really like the update. Certainly some good uh, tr big trends that seem to be uh, still intact and working. Thanks for being here for the update. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Tyson Jominy is VP of Data and Analytics at J.D. Power.